welcome to R.A.W.F. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. I am Lord Amadeus, the owner of R.A.W.F., Radical American Wrestling Federation, in the game we all know and love as Wrestler Unstoppable. My co-host this evening, the legendary Mexican legend, Conquistador, how are you this evening? Hola, senor. That's right. I am the legendary Mexican legend. That's right. I am so legendary. You want to see it twice. What are you talking about? You you introduced me as the legendary Mexican legend. Are you, have you been have you been, have you been into the freaking uh, the midnight hobo again? No, mommy. I'm, I'm not, that's not relevant. You're the look, one who said it. Look. I'm not feeling my best tonight, so I'm really not in the mood for, you know, shenanigans. Can we just, just No shenanigans. I am so legendary. You have to say it thus. It's good. I agree. It's very nice. Look, let me put it to you this way. See? It's October. Uh-huh. What happens to me in October? Uh, you give out candy to the little children's? No, the other thing. You toilet paper the judgment's house? Oh, you mean no. the, the creepy thing that I don't like to no. talk about? All right, I'm going back to the Where's In the other words, in other words, oh, the Radnall, you, you know better. Have you not been around? How long you been around? You know that. I, never mind. No, I meant for you know me. <laughs> yeah, you might need that. Okay. You know what? We're just going to get on with the show before. Just, just, just do it. Ladies and gentlemen, two weeks ago, Cataclysm happened. It was an awesome pay-per-view, and a lot of things happened at Cataclysm. We have a new world heavyweight champion as Claymore defeated Uncle Frank to become <laughs> the new world heavyweight champion. So... Uh, a huge, huge win for Claymore and a huge loss for Uncle Frank. That one, we might be feeling the re- repercussions of that match for a long time. Uh, so, real quick, Velvacate, your thoughts on our new world heavyweight champion. I mean, what is there to say? I mean, he walked in, he did exactly what he said he would do, and for the record, what I said he would do. Um, you know, and uh, he went in there and he won. And not only did he win, he won in, in fairly you know, impressive fashion. Like he kind of walked through Frank, which is not something no one else has really been able to do. It was definitely an impressive performance by Claymore, uh, winning the world heavyweight championship at cataclysm. Uh, more on that in a little while. Uh, immortal Griffith, still your platinum dragon champion after defeating beast. Uh, however, the Teflon Sheik walking away, 
defeating two champions and walking away two titles as Sheik defeated Cassie Joe for the national championship and the Paragon of Greatness for the men's championship at Cataclysm. So night now Teflon Sheik holding two RAWF titles. We will, by the way, later in this program, I have, I sat down with the Teflon Sheik for an exclusive interview. We will have that in just a little while. Must we? Yes. Yes, we must. We uh. must because we, Right now, right now, Terror Inc. sitting sitting atop the RAWF Mountain World Heavyweight Championship, National Championship, Men's Championship, uh, including also uh, the Fubar City Championship. Yep, Fubar City Championship. uh, Judgment defeating D's for the Fubar City Championship last week on Superstars. So they have that. They also have the Supreme Fighter Championship as Claymore, also. Supreme Fighter Champion, as well as being World Heavyweight Champion. So it was a hell of a night for Terror, Inc. at Cataclysm. However, not so good of a night for Strangleheart, as he lost the Fubar City Championship to Dees, uh, and lost the Midnight Hobo Championship match to Mithras, the title machine. Uh, so another one more one more victim in Mithras's legendary title run with that Midnight Hobo Championship. Strangleheart adds himself to that list. Uh, Crazy Mama is your new estrogen champion after defeating Psy. So congratulations to her, her first major RAWF uh, championship. We have a new Triple Crown champion as Ghost defeated Davila and Money Sue to become the new Triple Crown champion. A big feather in his cap as well as uh, Aggie's cap and his little conglomerate that he's got going on over there. So, right, that that major step for them, major uh, gold added. Multimedia Championship, Alistair Fiend defeated the Paragon of Greatness to retain the Multimedia Championship. Killa Neptune retained his Powerball Championship against Knox Boogie. Not a good night for Knox, as he also lost, as I mentioned, the Supreme Fighter Championship to Claymore. And in one hell of uh, one hell of a performance, and you, I, you know, I was out of it for most of it. I got beat up early in this match, uh, and so I'm go- I barely remember it. But I watching it back on the replay, you got to give Mithras the title machine one hell of a lot of credit. He single-handedly took out the Gangsta Team Dogs to successfully defend the RAWF Tag Team Championships for myself and him. Uh, so we are still tag team champions. Uh, it was not easy. And I know Mithras, he put on one hell of a show at Cataclysm, defeating Strangleheart and practically single-handedly defeated, retaining the tag team champions. Uh, White Lightning Championship, John Taylor defeated Claymore. It was, one, it was Claymore's and Terror Inc.'s possibly one bad step at Cataclysm. Uh, John Taylor, your new White Lightning Champion. These defeated Money Sue to retain the Champion's Choice Championship. So, uh, congratulations to Dees. I have a feeling he's going to be holding on to that title for a while. Uh, parking Lot Brawl. Damia defeated Anton Dare. Terror Inc. once again. Uh, Anton Dare, the Parking Lot Brawl is his specialty, but Damia brought, it, brought, brought her A-game out in that parking lot and took him out. Uh, Nightcrawler defeated Paige in the hardcore cage match. The Click defeated the Wolfpack in that six-man in that six-man tag. Uh, the unsettled Chris Cage defeated Zyberlinks 
Blaze McCoy, boy Blaze McCoy defeated Judgment. Lady Vex defeated Sophia McFadden in a high voltage steel cage. Uh, Luke Hero for Hire defeated Papa Shaker in their match, but it was by disqualification. And afterwards, Luke suffered one hell of a beatdown from yeah, Papa Shaker. Yeah, Papa Shaker and his new group, Ego, which is himself double frickin' A and Rook. Uh, and they're looking to make it possibly have a go at Terror Inc., uh, those three. Yeah, that should be very interesting. Uh, other notable matches, Big F and Hitman defeated Luigi Mario and Maeve O'Hare defeated Demented Fallen Angel. So that was the story this week, that cataclysm. Real quick, I'm going to take you all to last week's Superstars. As I said, Judgment, your new Fubar City champion, after defeating D's, after challenging D's, D's accepting, Judgment stepped in there, took that Fubar City championship. Uh, so congratulations to him. His first RAWF gold in quite a while. Killer Neptune, still your Superstars champion as well after being victorious last week. So, yeah, it is looking uh, things looking very interesting in RAWF. And now, a uh, moment I'm sure you all have been waiting for, the final rankings of this period. So, what this is the final rankings for uh, September, October. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be very interesting coming down the line. So here we go. At number 25, your, your Powerball champion, Killer Neptune. At number 24, Champion's Choice champion, Bees. At number 23, Denzel the Giant. At number 22, Anarchy's Beast. At number 21, and got to credit his win in the extra points tournament, which kept him in the top 25. Uh, otherwise, he probably would have fell short. Strangleheart coming in at number 21. At number 20 is Revenge Gibson of the Wolfpack. At number 19, the First Lady of Anarchy, the Cougar. At number 18, Vagina Muscles. At number 17, the Unsettled Chris Cage. At number 16, Zyberlinks. At number 15, Money Sue. At number 14, Redneck Avenger. At number 13, Yo Boy Blaze McCoy. At number 12, Big Greg. At number 11, reigning estrogen champion, Crazy Mama. At number 10, Terror Inc.'s Sin. At number 9, your new White Lightning champion, John Taylor. At number 8, reigning Fubar City champion, Judgment. At number 7, reigning multimedia champion, Alistair Fiend. At number six, Lady Vex. At number five, the Great Red Dragon. At number four, the Paragon of Greatness. At number three, reigning national and men's champion, the Teflon Sheik. At number two, reigning world heavyweight champion and supreme fighter is Claymore. And at number one, he is your Platinum Dragon Champion. He is the Immortal Griffith. So, woo! And let me tell you something. It was it was a close one down the stretch, ladies and gentlemen. Not to just not in just at the t- top of the rankings, but at near the edge too. There were several people that could have snuck into those top twenty-five with one more word or one more you know one more sentence uh, in their in their matches. So. Uh, 
You know, it was a very, very close top rankings period, I must say. Very impressive. I think we, I think you all set a record for scene points. For You definitely set a record for uh, promo points in, in superstars in the pay-per-view scene. Cataclysm was probably the longest uh, pay-per-view scene I had seen in RIW of history as far as the amount of posts, as the amount of promos, the amount of action going on. It was incredible. So I have, I must say, folks, you are you are stepping up your game, and I'm enjoying every second of it. Keep up the good work. But what does the what do these final rankings mean for tomorrow's contender matches for tomorrow's superstars? Well, let me tell you, it's going to be very interesting. First of all, multimedia contender match. It will be the first lady of anarchy, the Cougar, taking on Revenge Gibson. Two Triple Crown contender matches. One will be Zyberlinks and the unsettled Chris Cage going at it in a rematch from Cataclysm. This time, though, there's a lot on the line. A spot in the Triple Crown Championship against Ghost. Uh, the other Triple Crown contender match will be Money Sue versus Vagina Muscles. Money Sue, of course, uh, losing in that Triple Crown Championship match at Cataclysm. He wants to get back in there, get back on that horse at uh, graveyard smash Fubar City contender match Will be your boy Blaze McCoy Taking on the rednecked one The redneck avenger Winner to, poss- to face judgment The reigning Fubar City champion At graveyard smash Midnight Hobo championship contender match It will be Terror Inc. Sin Taking on Big Greg National con- title contender match It will be Lady Vex Taking on John Taylor Platinum Dragon contender match. It will be the Paragon of Greatness versus the Great Red Dragon. And the big one for a shot at Claymore's World Heavyweight Championship. It will be the Immortal Griffith taking on the Teflon Sheik. Uh, So it will either be the Immortal Griffith taking on Claymore or we will see a battle of Terror Inc. in the Teflon Sheik versus Claymore for that World Heavyweight Championship at Graveyard Smash. On a side note, Superstars Championship will also be on the line tomorrow. Killa Neptune will defend that against Strangleheart. And in a two out of three falls match, Cross will be taking on Revenge Gibson. Those two having those two a little fallout from the Click versus Wolfpack. That that little uh, feud it continues to go. Cross versus Revenge Gibson, two out of three falls match tomorrow. Tomorrow's Superstars comes to you from the Simmons Bank Arena in Little Rock, Arkansas. So it is going to be one hell of a night tomorrow. Uh, so El Vacant, real quick, let's talk about the contender matches. Which one pops it? Which one piques your interest uh, just hearing them? I mean, I mean, Dragon vs. Paragon is interesting because I think no matter who wins this one, uh, the, the Ego Man is going to just, like, sigh very heavily and shake head. Like, he's just, these are not, these are people that he does not want to see again. He's, he's had to fight them each countless times at this point, you know, and he said recently, you know, on air that he would rather be facing new people. So I, I think, I think that's going to be interesting there, more for, more for the, you know, the, uh, how did the German say, the Schadenfreude of it than anything else. Um, but, uh, you know, and then you have, uh, you know, Teflon Sheik versus uh, what? What is he calling himself now? The the slippery Sheik. Uh, <laughs> I don't even want to start on that. You know, this, he's out there rubbing his nipple right now. I can see him through the window. It's not okay. Um, 
you know, it's like, I'm just going to turn. I don't need to see this anymore. So, um, you know, you know, he's out there started screaming stuff about infidel nipples and scary limited. I don't understand, but whatever. Um, but I think that will be a very good match because, you know, uh, I mean, we, we, we all know that Griffith can be a little, uh, how do we want to say out there sometimes, you know, sometimes he loses a little touch with the reality, but I, I don't think that's what this is. <clears throat> I think this is, uh, I think this is him just, you know, poking a little fun at someone who's, uh, you know, decided to, uh, how you want to say, poke the bear. Good uh, those two collide tomorrow with a shot at the World Heavyweight Championship on the line. Do you have a prediction on that one? Um, I think it's going to be a really good match, but if I have to put money down, on, I'm, I'm going to put it on Griffith for one simple reason. Um, you know, he's he's made the he's made the career in the RAWF of. Uh, of, of embarrassing people who, who disrespect him. And I don't know what else to call it uh, when you go out and win not one, but two championship belts using someone else's finishing maneuver. Yeah, that was very, very interesting to say the least. Those two, uh, those two had a bit of a competition, if you will, uh, at Cataclysm who could, well, I don't know. But anyway, like I said, I talked to Sheik earlier this week. I talked to him, and you will hear that interview in just a little bit. All right. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, got some events to update you on. First of all, let's take a look at the Biatch of the Month tournament. Uh, of course, the winner to face Crazy Mama for the estrogen title at the Graveyard Smash right now. It is in the quarterfinals, however... Dev, Devilish PC has already made it to the semifinals after defeating Revenge Gibson. Uh, former champion Psy taking on the Cougar, the First Lady of Anarchy. Uh, Tigress taking on Lucifer and Cassie Joe taking on reigning estrogen champion Crazy Mama. So Cassie Joe uh, has to get by Crazy Mama if she wants a shot at Crazy Mama to regain, to get the estrogen title back. Or actually, yeah, well, she. But yeah. So, with that being said, that is your biatch of the month. Let's take a look at the arsenal, see if it's far enough along where I can actually re- give it to you. Right now, it is in round two. So, uh, yeah, just there's a lot of people in, a lot of people out. We'll get you more information on that in weeks to follow. Let's take a look at the extra points real quick. See if that one is still in round two as well. So. Yeah, well there. All right, uh, let's talk about real quick the uh, high voltage invitational, which I am taking over this period for for Coog, so that she can be a part of the high voltage invitational. She is in along with. Let's see, where is it? She is in along with Nightcrawler, Dee's, Denzel the Giant, and Psy. Uh, those five already in. There were three qualifying tournaments to decide who the other three spots for in the high voltage. And right now, it's very interesting. All three tournaments in their finals, uh, final matches. You have Lady Vex taking on Claymore for one spot. You have Tigress taking on the Mancunian Maniac for another 
And in the other one, Luigi Mario taking on the Paragon of Greatness. So uh, I should know very soon, by the end of the week, I'm guessing, uh, who the final three participants will be in. And then when that happens, I will get the High Voltage Invitational underway. So with that being said, let's bring on a couple of GMs to make some reports, event reports, if they will. Let's bring on, first of all, the lovely one herself. Tag team and 32 to 1 GM, and both events, I believe, are underway, correct? They are indeed. They are indeed. They've been busy. I'm just checking to make sure I haven't had any um, <coughs> sneaky face while I'm not looking. Because uh. you know what they're like. Hey, well, you want to start with 32 to 1? If you do, I do. Let's do that. <laughs> let's do that. Okay, they are in week two, and we are actually waiting on two matches to finish, so they're actually moving along pretty quick this time, which is good. But to go through, we have... Oh, God, I never know how to say her name. The I'm just going to call her the Irish girl, because if I say her name, I'm going to butcher it, so I'll call her the Irish one. <laughs> she knows who it is. <laughs> um, we also have Redneck Avenger, Devilish PC, The Beast, and... Claymore and Sai posted not long ago. Alright. Awesome. Sounds like it's sounds like it's gonna be a good one. With that being said, yeah. uh, Alright. So be interesting. Talk, how many let's talk you ready to switch the tags or were, were you done with yep. that? What's, yeah, no, I'm ready. Uh, I'm with you. Alright. First of all, how many teams <laughs> do we get into this season? Twenty two. <laughs> Twenty-two. Oh goodness! 
Yeah. Oh, Elvaki, oh, give Raven a hug. She needs it. Twenty-two tag teams. Oh no. Okay, come, come here. Wonder... No, no, come here. Come on. Oh, you get, the, you get the, the, the classic Tio on the bear hug. Come here. <laughs> there is better. Ladies and gentlemen, video of that hug will be available on YouTube immediately after the show. Uh, at any and I, I just want to say you are a bloody shit. Ew. There you go. That, that, that sounds not like nice. a problem. You should get that. That, that sounds, yeah, I don't want to be a bloody shit. There's a lot of things. Okay. So, with that being said, <laughs> let's talk about the tags and then where we're at and who, what new teams do we have that you, you're interested in, uh, Raven? I know you keep an eye on everything. Who do you like in this season? <laughs> oh, you're putting me on the spot. I see how it goes. <laughs> I mean, well, the, new the, team, team, the new teams, the new teams, Vacant, I'm not going on your spot. You behave. Right. I like to call it my roost. Okay, let her speak, Elvacan. Otherwise, she's never going uh, to giggle the entire show. I know, but it'd be great. I can't wait right now. Oh, shit, my noodles. Oh, uh, no, thank right. you. That does not sound healthy. Oh, shush you. Just be quiet. Just sit in the corner and be quiet. Look out the window. There you go. Uh, no, no. <sighs> still out there. Okay, be quiet then. Let me get some work done. That's right, baby. Go to work. Right, okay. Right. (laughs) Work is work. The new teams we have are Pinnacle, which are Chris and Beck, or we just now call him Nipples and Beck. I don't know. Um, (laughs) The other one is the Beautiful Beatdown, which is Sophia and Aaron McFadden. Uh, Blades of Sin, Claymore and Sin. I would seriously watch that team. Uh, Double Tap, Ghost and John Taylor. You could have trouble with them. Uh, the Offenders, Count of Monte Cristo and Dev- Devilish BC. Uh, what else is new? I mean, who else is new? Not what. <laughs> Coming back is Anarchy Hellcats, Buds and Cougar. They're actually gone back in. Uh, brand new team, Judgment and Agent of Hate, End of the World. Uh, and that's it for new. All the rest of normal ones, they're always in. Phew. <clears throat> I finally got that out. All right. All right. Well, it sounds like it's going to be one hell of a season. Of course, the winners, whoever faces, faces, places number one, will face myself and Mithras for the Tag Team Championships. At Graveyard yeah, Smash. You, you are you worthy champs. <laughs> All I can say is you pulling that win back. <laughs> I don't know how you did it. Well, Miss did it. You just sat there brushing your hair. I know. I didn't brush my hair, okay? I took a beating. I wore them down for him, at least. At least you can say that. He wore them down their fists with his face. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They, they, you know. Okay, can I, how much is he paying you? I mean, that's 
personal. I live in style, see? <laughs> Can I get a uh, right. We are on week two, but the ones with week one, week one wins so far that I've counted are the Crazy Mario's, Denzilla, End of the World, Anarchy Hellcat. As we know it, the it's the end of the world. Oh, sorry. Elvagin. <laughs> what? Okay. This tag report is take is we don't have all night to say. I mean, oh, to shit. <laughs> yeah, Did you get all that? Good. I got I it. I have just we posted week two, so it's uh, it's early on. So, <laughs> but please don't forget if you want the points, post your damn wins, post your promos, talk some shit. And please do not do what judgment does to me and post recipe links and recipe instructions in the matches. But I now know how to make donuts, so I don't know if I'm upset or not. But I'm quite happy to know how to make donuts again. <laughs> and it was a good recipe. All right. Well, thank you, Siren, for that report. We love you very much, and uh, we will keep stick around and have some fun with us. All right. Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna go and get a stiff drink. You want a stiff what? Never, never mind. Never, sure, sure, we can talk that. about that till we're done. ladies and gentlemen, the lovely Bye. Raven. <laughs> Next up, he is your ultimate gauntlet GM. He is the one and only. Recognize that I am not alive. I survive. I'm the fans in the hourglass of time. I'm the chalk line, outline. Everything is mine. From the grid to the earth to the shadows far behind. I'm the stars in the sky and I shine so bright. I'm eternal. I'm the reason that the day turns night. I'm the water and the sun. I'm the bullet in your gun. I'm the finger on the trigger and I'm about to blast one. I ain't never give a shit on it. Bitches better recognize the damn motherfucker on the block and I'm baptizing blood of the falling. Keep it G. Ladies and gentlemen, the Paragon of Greatness. Good evening, Paragon. Good evening, and we've got a strangely slow-paced run of the gauntlet after such a furious start when this season began, the season that went so quickly that we decided to have two runs in the same season, and it is the tale of two seasons because we we busted out one contendership match within the first six matches and we're going on on a very plotting pace. It looks like we're going to actually potentially loop the entire sign-up sheet this time, as over the last time since I've reported, the only man to successfully go over one victory was the Teflon Sheik, who got up to three before finally losing to Bees, who then lost to Kel, who lost to JT's Angel, who lost to the Mancunian Maniac, who lost to the Agent of Hate, who is currently running. Wow. Wow. So it, it seems, it sounds like the gauntlet is hot and heavy. People going, you're going through people like a, a knife through butter. So, wow. Congratulations, Paragon. And it's been, it's fun to watch. Anything you'd like, anything you have to say about the division, about the gauntlet? 
Um, nothing in particular. If anybody has any um, suggestions or ideas that they think that they might um, improve with the gauntlet, I'm uh, always an open book. I'd always like to listen to any um, suggestions from anybody in the roster if they think that things aren't running pretty well. But generally speaking, it seems to be pretty well received. People like what they're doing, so I, I don't anticipate any problems. Uh, just keep up the good work, everybody. All right. Thank you, Behemoth, for that ultimate gauntlet report. <clears throat> he, he called you, buddy. You all right there? Hi. Huh? You just... Yeah. I thought I just heard you call me... Never mind. No, I called I you what I always called you. All right. Ooh, I just had a bit of a flashback. Okay. I think, I think I'm, I'm good. Right, let's continue with the show. All right, yeah, thank you, Paragon. And we will be we stick around because we have a lot to discuss with you uh, after we after after everything's done. All right, so that is our GM report this evening. I have not heard from Cassie Joe. Uh, those of you who are looking for a battle for when the next battle wolves will start, I'll try to get with Cassie Joe on that uh, sometime this week and find out if she's ready to do the next season of Battle Wars yet. Uh and they, yeah. All right. So, with that being said, L Vacant, I, as I said this week, I sat down with the Teflon Sheik uh, in, in an interview for to for the program, and uh, he had, as you as you can guess, a lot to say. Are you ready? No. Are you ready now? Okay. See. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is, my interview with Teflon Sheik earlier this week. All right, folks, Lord Amadeus here, and uh, we are with the leader, I suppose you could call him, of Terror, Inc., the Teflon Sheik, coming off a huge cataclysm for him and Terror, Inc. Good evening, Sheik. Good evening, Lord Amadeus. Well, to say that Terror, Inc. is uh, sitting at the top of the RAWF is an understatement right now. You have the current World Heavyweight Champion in Claymore, yourself a two-title holder in, with the National and Men's Championship, as well as Judgment last week winning the Fubar City Championship on Superstars, and Claymore, the new Supreme Fighter Champion, must be sitting high on the hog right now. You know, the board meetings for Terror Inc. right now are swimming in vodka and rum and all kinds of good stuff. We are doing extremely well. The portfolios are exactly where we expect them to be. Let's talk about you and your big win, um, two big wins, I should say, at Cataclysm. First of all, defeating Cassie Joe for the national championship. You know, it took you two times to beat her, but you got her done. Tell us about the match and what happened. You know, the first time around, the Sheik's going to give this to Cassie Joe, and I, I said it before, it was a good match. It was probably the best match she's ever had against me, and it ended the way that it ended, and she won that match in Hawaii. Now, to say I learned something from that, absolutely, and I believe she's learned something from this now, too, because I told her the entire time, I brought you to where you are. Everyone in Terror Inc. lifted her up. We embraced her. We brought her in. And when she turned her back, and when we put her out to pasture at that point, there's no turning back. At this point, for me to come in and win the match in the fashion that I did, 
with the as much advantage as I did towards the end, it was just it's not a matter of just work. It's inevitability. This was the way it was going to go. And she's now effectively out of our picture until she can somehow recover from that. I don't know how she's going to recover from that, to be honest. It's, it was a drubbing and a half. But even more surprisingly, I think, was your men's title match against a man who had been your bane coming into Cataclysm, a man you'd never be able to get over the hump against, and that was the paragon of greatness. And early in that match, it did not look very well for you. He put it to you. But somehow there at the end, a surge of adrenaline or whatever you want to call it, uh, and you were able to, I would say, upset the paragon of greatness for the men's championship. Your thoughts on that match? You know, the Sheik's been knocking at the door every single pay-per-view and every single one. The Sheik is fighting the Paragon of Greatness for some sort of a title. And once for the tag title, we managed to pull it off. And every other time, Paragon of Greatness has pulled it off. Uh, There's no disputing that. That is what's happened to this point. And it's been closer and closer and closer. And now there's an understanding. Now we are in a place where the Sheik, Paragon, and others are looking at each other with a little bit more respect. This isn't just upstarts. This isn't people ripping off gimmicks. This isn't someone just showing up uh, for fun. This is business. We're all here for business. And business is good for us right now. And the Sheik did turn it around. It was a hell of a match. Uh, He started out in the style that I tend to use, which is a fast, high flurry right off the bat to get the advantage and just kind of try and coast from there. But he kept building it. He, He was vintage Paragon. And this is not to take away from what he was doing or attempting to do, but the fact is the Sheik was distracted. The Sheik was looking around, and sure enough, the next thing I know, I'm looking in the front row, and I've got someone staring up at me ready to go toe-to-toe. This double frickin' A guy who, among others that started to show up, began to sort of take me away from my game, take me away from what I was trying to focus on, which is the men's title. Eventually, I think we had something like nine people around the ring, and it's even Paragon was starting to get distracted too. So I used that distraction finally to his disadvantage and finished it off. And if uh, uh, I don't even know what else to say about that. That was a weird moment in some ways, expected in others though. And I'm glad that I was looking around for that distraction. I now know exactly who those people are and, uh, and what I have to deal with now. Well, I mean, congratulations to you again, Sheik. I I have to say both wins. I wouldn't have predicted you walking out with both belts, uh, but you did it, so congratulations. With that being said, it seems like there's been a a bit of, how do you say, contention between you and the immortal Griffith, among others, but it seems like right now he and you uh, have been having a competition as of late, uh, a war of words and a war of finishers, if you will, uh, the two of you seem to uh, be using each other's finishers in matches. So what is the deal with you and the Immortal Griffith right now? Uh, well, I, I can assure you it's not competition, and I know what he's going to think. Of course it's not competition. The Sheik's not in my class. It's everything he said last week. Not in his class, not in his arena, not in his sport. So to, to call it competition, I'll agree with him. It's, it's certainly not that. It's a bit. It's a bit bigger. It's a bit deeper than that. Uh, people think that the Sheik's mimicking this most decorated champion in RAWF history, right? 
that, that's basically how he touts himself there by performing his big vaunted move, the concussion protocol. So mimicking is not something that the Sheik ever does. The allegation is a bit of an insult. Other people have asked if the move is more effective than the fist of Allah, which is what I generally use. The short answer is, of course not. Absolutely not. So why am I, why am I doing it? The Sheik started this. When I went after Cassie Joe and to finish her off, I used the concussion protocol and I looked right into the camera and that was for him. That was to serve some notice there, but I'll get to that in a minute. When, uh, when I joined RAWF earlier this year, I had a few goals. I wanted to fight for the world title. I will be in something like four contender matches already this year, a title shot on my very first attempt. That was the goal. Tag titles. That was the other goal. We got it on our first shot. Those are done. Uh, the Sheik wants everyone in Terror Inc. to have singles titles by the end of the year, and we're well on our way. So now the Sheik's ecstatic to get these national titles and men's titles, white lightning titles, whatever else you want to add in there. So it's not all about the world title anymore, especially when someone on our team holds that strap already. And much congratulations to Claymore once again for dominating Frank at Cataclysm. But the Sheik doesn't want any of those titles that I've mentioned for my own personal glory or achievements. So here's what happened. I took a long look around. I observed. I learned. I recalculated. And I exacted a plan. Actually, it's the plan. Everyone on the roster wants those titles that I've mentioned. So the Sheik's going to keep them from having them. Simple as that. So are the rest of Terror Inc. I don't need the accolades or achievements. I want something else personally, but... We're going to hold the roster basically hostage and keep those belts. Q Griffith Davion, the so-called immortal one. The Sheik served notice at Cataclysm in that clinic against Cassie Joe, finishing with that move. And was I mocking him? Was I mimicking him? No, absolutely not. I looked in the camera and I served notice. You see, the Sheik proved several things by doing exactly what I did at Cataclysm and in matches since then. A six-foot-tall man built for speed and agility can do that move of a six-foot-four man just as effectively. Also proved the Sheik can win and hold multiple titles the way Mr. Davion has just as effectively. Important thing, a mortal man can do what this immortal man can do just as effectively. I'm here to tell you that the legend of Griffith Davion, the so-called immortal, is nothing more than that. It's a story it's lore, it's legend, it's something that might have been true a long, long time ago, but the details of those stories, uh, they can't be applied today. Is the Platinum Dragon title run impressive? Absolutely. Absolutely it is. You don't accidentally hold a title in the RAWF for that long against quality opponents month after month and not have something going on for that. But is it legendary? Does that make him immortal? He's, a, he's something like a five-time champion, is that correct? Five-time world correct. champion? Okay. Five or six? Tro- five or six. So, yeah, I think he had shot number six at Tropical Aggression. Ellie, what, what happened to uh, to him at Tropical Aggression? What what really happened? He lost to Uncle Frank. Uh, he didn't just lose. He didn't trip and fall. He didn't just have bad luck or anything. Griffith Davion proved that he is mortal. Now, okay, so you verified that he's a five-time champion. How does that happen? kind of have to lose the belt five times, don't you? So losing the belt five times equals mortal. Let's go with that. So 
So now we come to tropical aggression, where again, the Sheik wins the national title with Davion's move, as well as the men's title. Uh, what was his reaction? Well, he yeah. wasn't happy, to be sure. He's certainly not happy. And since then, he's decided to start mimicking the Sheik. The one thing I said I wasn't actually doing for him. Griffith Davion is mimicking the Sheik. Griffith Davion is showing hubris. Griffith Davion is motivated by one-upmanship. He dresses as the Sheik right now. He's trying to verbalize like the Sheik, which is impossible. He's trying to wrestle like the Sheik. So, L.A., answer me this. Why would a legend, a so-called immortal, deign to lower himself to act as mortals do? I'll let you answer. Not really for us mortals to figure out, is it? But I'll, I'll take a shot at it. It's because he's not immortal at all. He's not unbeatable. He's not immortal. He's just a man. He's a petty, greedy, small man with a small mind. So last week, Mr. Davion said on air, the Sheik is not in his class, not in his arena, not in his sport. I've said that before. Well, Davion, listen very carefully. The Sheik doesn't need acknowledgement of any of those things because the one place that I clearly am is inside your head. We are in the top ranking spots in the company right now. We're in the top three. There's going to be some juggling going around by the time this airs. We'll see how it all susses out. But if math is correct and justice is correct, you and the Sheik are going to be battling it out for the world title contender match on Sunday. And if that happens, and when it happens, the Sheik's going to put down this mortal man. And rest assured, you will be put down unequivocally, unceremoniously, and Terror Inc. is going to savor the moment. Well, it isn't just Griff that is on your radar or that Terror Inc. is on their radar. It is also Shaker and his newest group, Ego, uh, who recently attacked uh, your good friend Luke Hero for Hire, your good business partner, I should say. We call him friend. I'm, I'm assuming he's a friend, but you, know, you never know. You say business partner. So uh, there was an attack on Luke. Also, they attacked you, I believe, uh, a couple weeks ago. As well. So right now, Shaker and his group Ego, including Rook, and as you mentioned, Double Frickin' A earlier, they have their sights set on Terror Inc. What is your response to Ego and what's been going on as of late? What is our response? You know, the Sheik saw this coming some time ago. Shaker was erroneously offered membership into Terror Inc. some time ago, earlier prior to the summer. And when the Sheik found out what was happening, I quelled that. Uh, the reasoning at the time was, truly, we were full. We had just brought Sin on board. We didn't really have any more room at the inn, shall we say. Beyond that, though, I'm going to throw this out there and say that Papa Shaker is about as reliable as an ashtray on a motorcycle. He's, we don't need that element on our team. So what, what does he do? He orchestrates an attack on the Sheik at the gym. But worse than that, he ends up bludgeoning my enforcer, Luke, who has taken weeks to recover uh, you know what all the kudos to luke he's his recovery is superhuman it's above and beyond what was expected from the doctors and the fact that he's back in the ring already at even at half power he's going to be a force to reckon with him there but when he does get back to full power we got a serious drubbing to hand out against rook double frickin a and shaker who have decided to band together with the group's called ego i have to tell you I'm a tiny bit impressed because they remind us a little bit of ourselves. You know, it's, it's that terror ink sort of tactic where they will make a statement come out and they actually succeeded in making a statement against me at the gym. They did it with Luke in the, in the ring. 
amazing. I actually, a little bit on some levels, kudos to them because they used a successful proven strategy that has brought this group, my group, to the top where we will stay. They want to walk into our AWF and stake some kind of claim against the Sheik, against Terror Inc. Hey, by all means, we welcome it. Come and find out what happened when we have to deal with radical elements. And when you do, double check your health plan coverage. You'll thank yourself later. All right. Well, I'm sure somewhere down the road, Terror Inc. will have to deal with ego and vice versa. We'll find out going forward. However, Terror Inc., as I mentioned, started this interview. Terror Inc. right now holding the World Heavyweight Championship, the National Championship, the Men's Championship, the FUBAR City Championship, Supreme Fighter Championship, Claymore defeating Knox Boogie for that at Cataclysm. So, all right, now there has been a major turnaround as far as REWF Gold in Terror Inc.'s favor. This was your plan all along, I'm sure. This this was one of the results of our plans. Absolutely. We're the fruits of our labor. We are actually finally seeing the benefits of that. But there's one other thing that has been failed to been mentioned so far. We won the world. We won the men's title and the Supreme Fighter title. Can you just refresh my memory? Who held those belts? Well, let's see. The world title was held by Uncle Frank, a member of the Opaque Brotherhood. The men's title was held by the Paragon of Greatness, a member of the Opaque Brotherhood, and the Supreme oh, Fighter okay. was Knox Boogie, also a member yes. of the Opaque Brotherhood. Isn't that amazing? Oh, wow, that's true. So when we look at who's the dominant predator, who is actually the top entity at the top of this ladder here, above all these other little factions, the corporate entity being Terror Inc. running the show, a little hard to argue against now, isn't it? The proof is in the pudding. Right now, you hold a lot of the major titles, including the World Heavyweight Championship. So the proof right now is in definitely in the pudding. Terror Inc. sitting atop RAWF. But let's talk about the man who holds the World Heavyweight Championship for a moment. Maybe you can give us some insight since we don't get to talk to him very often. Tell me about Claymore, what his motivations are as a business partner. Uh, I'm sure you wanted to be the one holding the World Heavyweight Championship yourself. How is this going to work in a corporate setting with him being the World Heavyweight Champion? As I mentioned earlier, the the world title is important. Uh, it's personally important to the Sheik, but at this time, it's actually kind of secondary to what I've been working on uh, against uh, Mr. Davion there and just kind of serving notice. There's a lot going on behind the scenes and in and around these titles that uh, to get built up, to get into the top 10 in this company, that's not accidental. That takes a lot of work, but it's not as simple as just winning a match. There's a lot of things going on. And you look at someone like Claymore who does it all. This, this guy, I have worked with him for quite some time. When we came in and we're working with him initially he was a little bit quieter. He was a, a different animal. He was someone that was able to go out and simply deal with whatever was in front of him. But now, now, he's dubbed himself the Blade of Terror, which is just perfect. He absolutely is. He is a driving force on our team. He absolutely is and deserves where he's at. He, I think he's on an 18-match win streak. Contender matches are, sorry, his rankings matches phenomenal absolutely phenomenal he deserves everything he's got with that and we support each other within the group you know this isn't this isn't anarchy we're not going to devour one another here you know this is this is a little bit more of a business uh, approach to what we're doing and i'm uh, honestly very proud of what he's done 
and I continue to be proud and uh, watch him at the top of the rankings as well. We have four people in the top 10 last time I checked, and I'm expecting more. Sin should be in there right away too. So it's going to be something else um, coming up towards the next pay-per-view. And what Claymore is able to do as the blade, he is nailing it. You put someone in front of him, he takes them down. It's as simple as that. Well, Sheik, as much as I'd like to sit here and talk with you about more things, there are a lot of things we could talk about, Sin, uh, more about Luke and his, what he's been dealing with. But unfortunately, my time is limited, as I'm sure yours is as well. So any last parting words from the Teflon Sheik to RAWF in general? You've seen us talk about it. You've heard everything. It's all coming true. Change isn't just happening. It's here. Terror Inc. is change. The Sheik is here. Claymore is here. Luke, Sin, Judgment, Agent of Hate, Damia, we're all here serving notice. We are at the top. And to everyone that I've spoken about tonight, bow to me, dogs. That was the Teflon Sheik, ladies and gentlemen. He had a lot to say, and uh, as you, can, I'm sure a lot of you can tell... Uh, he is long-winded, but it is what it is. Uh, El Vacant, your thoughts? But, uh, so I, need, I, I have a question for you. Yes. Do, uh, does the RAWF have a life insurance policy on him? Because if not, it really should. <laughs> well, let's talk in to one, In one thing, he pissed off not one, but two of the most decorated champions this company has ever seen. Like, like, it, you know, normally, normally, you know, when you're trying to do these kind of big things, you know, you act like sniper, you take one shot, one kill. He, he pulled out the Uzi and just sprayed room. It was crazy. Like, I don't, what is he thinking? Well, you know, he, 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 right now he can, he can brag. He has room to d- take those shots because right now terror Inc. Uh, is on, is terrorizing RAWF. And right now, a lot of the major titles sitting in the, around their waists. So let's talk to one of the men that you say he took a shot at, a major shot at, more like a bazooka shot, I suppose you could call it, depending on who who you talk to. Let's talk to our reigning platinum dragon champion, the one and only. I am immortal. Immortal. Notorious. So notorious.
Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the Slippery Sheik, a.k.a. the Immortal Griffith. Griffith. Assalamu alaikum, my brother. How are you this fine, fine evening? The Slippery One has graced your presence. Bow, bow before him, infidel. No? No. No. I, I should expect no, no, nothing better from dogs. Why, why does he sound like m- me? <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, Griff, Griff, Halloween's yes. still, th- still three weeks away. You know this, right? But, I do not and, celebrate and, silly and, infidel. And will you please, Cal- please don't Halloween, quit, please, no. Quit pointing those things at me, by the way. What, you mean these? Aren't they sexy? I mean, no. not as sexy as the big man's, but they're pretty good. Oh, my God. Uh, um, could, could, could you put shirt on, please? Not my forte. Okay, Griff, can you, can you speak in your normal voice? Because it's very, very disturbing. Right. Okay. So look, I've had my fun. You know, I, I listened to that bloated, gas-filled bag of nonsense for what seemed like an eternity, and that and that's saying something coming from me. You mean I'm I'm immortal, and that felt like multiple lifetimes having to listen to that dribble. So, I don't even know where to begin. I really don't. But let's start with this. Like, he wants to say about how, like, I'm mimicking him. And I, and I think he's, he's using the wrong M word. I don't think he's quite understanding what's happening. I'm not mimicking him. I'm mocking him. Because that is how seriously I take him. I take him so seriously that I'm wandering around in a shirt sheerer than Vex's panties, okay? I'm look, 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 you can see my, you can count the bumps on my nipples from over there, okay? This is not something I, I had to go out and buy this just to make fun of this man because that's how ridiculous he is. This is a man who walks around and has no luck in the R.A.W.F. For, for the longest time he's here. He can't figure anything out. He can't put two things together. He makes all these promises, all of these giant grandiose statements, and can't ever seem to put anything together. And then what happens? What does he do? What, what is the thing that he does that changes that, that suddenly he has two belts around his waist? What, what's the one thing he did different? Can you answer that for me? I'll let you. Do you know? Because well, I'll tell you what it is. Wait, I know. I know, I know what it is. Fine. What? What is it? He used your move. Cor- correct. Actually, the the Mexican man is is correct. So, you know, and on some level, I have to guess. I guess I have to give him credit for being smart. I mean, if you want to become a champion in the RAWF, what better way to do it than to emulate the longest reigning champion in the history of this company? I mean, you turn around. And you, he tries to talk about how, oh, you know, me, because I was a five-year-old champion, it meant I lost it five times. Well, yeah, that's true. Good you. You can count. Go you, sir. You understand how titles work. Um, I mean, I would think after being in this industry for as long as you have, you should understand that. 
But see, here's the thing. You can go on and on about how I lost the title five times, but it's still five times you've never had it. You know, and you want to talk about, you know, oh, you know, you, you sent a message to me, whatever. The only message you sent to me was that you want to be in my sights. But here's the thing. I had already told you you had my attention because of other things you had done. I had already told you that Terror Inc. was in my sights. I had already told you that I was going to systematically pull your entire endeavor down around your ears. So getting, quote, unquote, my attention, calling me out, that's pointless because you already had it. Not because you used my move, not because you think, you know, you won some titles that you think matter to me. No, you did it because you came into the company that I call home, the place that I and the blood and sweat and tears and soul of, and you disrespected it. And then you compounded it by getting in the ring and disrespecting me by doing that god-awful imitation of the concussion protocol. You want to say, sit here and tell me how it's not as good as the, you know, what does he call it, the infistadel, whatever the hell it's called, that stupid punch thing he does. You, know, you want to tell me, oh, it's not as devastating as that? Well, no, it's only not as devastating that when you do it because you don't know what you're doing. Right? So here's the thing. I, I, I need to back up. I need, I need to back up a little. So in the past several months, there's been, a, there's been a, a, apparently a trend of people trying to do the concussion protocol. Um, you know, and in just the last couple weeks, not one, not two, but three different belts changed hands with the use of a concussion protocol, not by me. That should tell you everything you need to know about how devastating that move is. Even when it's done by someone who doesn't know how to do it right, it wins titles. You know why? Because it's a move patented by the immortal one. And I don't mess around. I don't play namby-pamby little games. I don't sit here and, you know, try and come up with some complicated way to make you tap out or cry or stay down for the recount. I take your goddamn head off and I send you to the back to get a concussion protocol. That's why it's called what it is. And you're going to find out the hard way, Sheik, that you wanted my attention. You got it. But you should be careful what you wish for. Like so many people before you full of bravado, you're going to learn that I am exactly what I say I am. You want to say all my stories are history and they're in the past and they don't matter anymore? Yeah, go ahead. Ask Luke about that. Ask him when he came for my title multiple times and I put him in the hospital multiple times how much my story is in the past. Ask everyone else in your little group every time they faced me how they fared. Not one member of Terror Inc. has managed to beat me since you've been here. Not one. Every single one of them has fallen to me at least once. Every single one, including you. So you want to be in the ring with the immortal one? You want to try and you know, get a little of the immortal rub? That's right. I'll make you famous just like I made everyone else famous. By putting them on the ground, counting one, two, three, let them stare up at the lights while I hold up my title and listen to the adulation of the fans. I am not some run-of-the-mill little wannabe paper champion. I am R-A-W-F. And you are going to learn that in the most devastating way possible. And once I'm done with you, I will start systematically taking every single thing that Terror Inc. has earned away from it. Claymore, I'm coming for that belt. And I'm not going to stop. 
and I'm sure that that I'm sure that after hearing what Sheik said tonight, you're even more motivated to uh, beat Sheik tomorrow and then move on to get to Claymore uh, at Graveyard Smash. So is this a is this a point where you want to get that belt away from Terror Inc. or you just want to get it away from Sheik? So you know how I feel about belts. You, you you know how I feel about them, and it's funny because apparently you know according according to someone, I'm you know I am just a petty greedy little man blah 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 whatever. However, you'll notice, you know, uh, anyone who knows anything about what's been going on in, in the RAWF for several years will will know that that is not accurate. Um, I mean, there was a time. There was a time. You'll remember I used to come out to a song that says I'm coming and to take it all, and I did exactly that. You know, he talks about how he, how this mortal man has, you know, done the same things I have when he hasn't put a, he hasn't, bar- he's barely put a toe onto the freaking mat of the things that I have done. You know, you want to talk about, oh, you have two belts. I had six. You want to talk about how, you know, you know, you, you, you can use my move effectively. Okay, fine. But look who you beat with it. I mean, come on, man. You know, it's not like you tur- turned around and walked in and did it, you know, and beat some of the people I did. You didn't beat a Morgan Nightwalker. You didn't beat a pa- – well, actually, you did beat a Paragon. I'll leave that one alone. Um, but, you know, that was luck. Uh, you know, there were so many people at ringside at that point, distraction. I mean, it, was, it just – there was – you got lucky. You know you got lucky. Everyone knows you got lucky. Paragon is eventually going to come over and smack you around a little bit with your own boot because that will be funny to watch, by the way. Just everyone pay attention to that one because I've seen Paragon when he gets angry. I'm fairly certain when he sits down and listens – so what this blowhard had to say, he's going to get angry, and it's not going to be pretty. So, but I digress. He's, look, I don't even, I don't even really know how to explain the level of, just what depth of hell he has put himself in here. Like, I mean, I, I, I've gone out of my way to hurt people. You've seen me do it, L.A. You have seen me go out of my way to hurt people, and they haven't done half of what he just did. You know, oh, and for the record, if you want to talk about how I'm just a mortal man and how, you know, it's all just a story and all that, I want to, let, me, let me have you do, do, do yourself a favor. So this, this event coming up, right, the October pay-per-view, right? right? That's, the, that's the pay-per-view we're talking about coming up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So do you remember a few years ago at this exact pay-per-view, I was in a match in a cage with electricity with a certain friend of yours? Chris, don't go there. But you know what I'm talking about, right? Yes, Captain. Do, do, do you remember what happened in that match? To me. Vaguely. Yeah. So let's, let's refresh some memories out there. I was struck by lightning, and my heart stopped. And I still won the match. What do you think you're going to do to me? One last question, Griff. Tomorrow, the Paragon of Greatness and the Great Red Dragon, two men you know very, very well. Duke it out for a shot at your Platinum Dragon Championship at Graveyard Smash. We will either have uh, the third match between you and the Great Red Dragon for Platinum Dragon Championship, or we will have Immortal Greatness 27. Which one would you prefer to happen? At this point, it doesn't matter. No offense to either one of them. They're both great competitors, and I will give them as the, the match that they deserve to get. But at this point, they <laughs> history chose the wrong damn time for them to win, win a shot at me because I am no mood to play, and they're going to find out the hard way. 
So right. you see this little get up, this little, all this little play acting I've been doing, all this little fun I've been having at the expense of the Teflon one over here. Yeah. Well, the slippery one is out. The immortal one is back. Playtime is over, boy. All right. Well, speaking of the Paragon of Greatness, he's up next. Paragon, good evening, sir. Uh, good evening. Uh, you, you got your hands full with an intense show tonight, sir. I do not have mm. that task. Well, Paragon, it gets a little, it, it, it's going to continue to get a little tense, I have a feeling. Uh, you know, you come off a cataclysm, losing the men's championship to the Teflon Sheik, and also unsuccessful in your attempt to regain the multimedia championship from Alistair Fiend. However, tomorrow on Superstars, it is you and the Great Red Dragon, the winner to face the Immortal Griffith for the Platinum Dragon Championship. Where is your mind at right now, Paragon, after what happened at Cataclysm and what will happen tomorrow? Well, you know, just a moment ago, we heard the Immortal Griffith say it's, it's been the wrong time for either of us to step up to this match and, you know, the, the Immortal one's back and all of that. And, and, you know, I love a good catchphrase as much as everybody else, but I know that the Immortal Griffith is not a stupid wrestler. In fact, he's the, he's the greatest of all time in this company for a reason. It's because he knows damn well what he's doing. And he, he knows he's not going to be able to take somebody like the Paragon of Greatness as an afterthought. Uh, and that same kind of logic has to apply to myself when I'm going up against the Great Red Dragon tomorrow. You know, the Great Red Dragon... In the past, I've kind of had some disrespectful things to say to him, even though he's he's consistently proven that he is somebody who can earn these level of championship matches. But I've always kind of said he's he's more show than go. He's a you know he's a a, a radio voice with no wrestling talent. I've always said this kind of thing. But if I take the Great Red Dragon as an afterthought, I'm going to be looking up at the ceiling again. And you know I've been doing that an awful lot lately. I something is out of whack, I need to figure it out, I need to get things back in gear and one colossal mistake I cannot make in this path to redemption is to be taking people lightly, to be keeping my eye off the ball, the Great Red Dragon, somebody who absolutely is an opportunist will be able to capitalize on the situation so similarly to what I had just said about the Immortal Griffith not being able to take me for granted, I cannot take the Great Red Dragon for granted because he absolutely could win this match, and if recent history tells us anything, he probably will. Paragon, I want to get your take on Terror Inc. You heard what the Sheik had to say earlier this evening. Uh, he did cast some shots at the Opaque Brotherhood, pointing out that you know the, they did lose three titles at Cataclysm to Terror Inc., uh, what's going through you and the other members of the Opaque Brotherhood? Uh, what's the what's the attitude like right now in that in that locker room? Oh, okay. First and foremost, I want to give Terror Inc., Teflon Sheet, Claymore, there's a whole lot, all the credit in the world. They they came into Cataclysm with the game plan. They executed. Good for them. It's absolutely a, a great time to be a member of Terror Inc. They're they're on top of the world right now. That being said, hold your horse, horse, horses, boys, because you know 
up until this night, you were a faction that was known primarily for losing. Like, that was your whole thing. You talked a big game, and then you came up short. I I get it. There's always the temptation to, you know, when you have your time, you you got to say your things, but you haven't earned anything but a breather right now. You, you know, the, when you can start talking like that, when you can start acting like the big dogs in the yard or however you want to phrase it, it's once you have sustained success. When when you walk into the ring and you lose, you walk into the ring and you lose, you walk into the ring and you lose, you walk into the ring and you, the ring and you finally win one, that's not time to start telling the world, see, I told you I was the best. That's time for you to regroup and find out how am I going to keep this success. Listen, they are great. Claymore is one of the best wrestlers in the world. I've, I've always had praise for Luke Cage. Teflon Sheik, um, well, he's a he's certainly a character, isn't he? Uh, the thing is, earn that spot at the top instead of just having that spot at the top. You, you can't, I mean, by the same logic that you just gave the Immortal Griffith, let's say, that you said, oh, he's lost the title five times. How many times have you lost before you became in the spot that you're at? You know, be grateful for what you have. Appreciate it. Figure out how to keep it. Defending championships is always going to be harder than winning championships. And um, I know that there's a potential future match with the the Immortal Griffith on the line here in the future. Please understand, Griff, because I'm sure you're going to hear this. This is this is going to piss you off, what I'm about to say, most likely. But it is not meant to be a slight at you at all. But I want to tell you, when I was listening to Teflon Sheik, what I was thinking. For a long time, I had always kind of thought, this guy, there was something about him. I always thought it wasn't quite right, but there was something about him that I recognized, and I just, I couldn't, I couldn't put my finger on it until now, and I finally realized it. And, and Seth Wanchi can take this for whatever way he wants to take it, because this could, could absolutely be taken as a compliment. I think that Teflon Cheek is the mind of the immortal Griffith and the body of Money Sue. That, I, I, I know that, 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 could, that could insult three people, four people, could compliment everybody too. I'm just saying this is a guy, this is a guy that is known primarily at, for running his mouth, running his mouth, running his mouth, losing. But, you know, Money, Money Sue, he's got, he's got a, a few marquee wins in his career because of, of the phrase in sports any given Sunday. You know, there's a reason why we are professionals at this sport. You don't get hired to RAWF unless you are one of the best competitors in the world. And that's where the phrase any given Sunday comes into play. It means Amongst this small crop of wrestlers that are all the best in the world, anyone can beat anyone on any given Sunday. It's about sustaining that and holding that. And, you know, Money Sue, he's won a lot of matches, but he's also lost a lot more matches than he's won. I feel like that's kind of the wrestler that Teflon Sheik is. But mentally, and that's what separates him, mentally Teflon Sheik is playing a lot of the same kind of games that Griffith plays. And I think that that's, 
That's why these two are so interesting to watch and why these two probably are going to get under each other's skin so much because I see a lot of Griffith in Teflon Sheik when he's talking. A lot of these um, fulfilled prophecies after the fact, you know, a lot of these kind of, I, I said I was going to do this, so so it's going to happen. It's like, well, yeah, it's, of course it's going to happen if you say you're going to do it every month. One of these months it's going to happen. And I'm not saying that that's something that Griffith necessarily does, but I'm saying that Griffith, much like Sheik, is, is known for kind of confirming facts when they're convenient to confirm and ignoring facts when they're not. And I think that that's the thing that Teflon Sheik is proving a lot. And, you know, there's a reason that the Immortal Griffith is the greatest of all time. He's not just the best wrestler. He's one of the best minds in this business. He's somebody that can outthink people at every step. He knows how to play the mental games. He knows how to get into your head and frustrate you. And I think that that's what I see in the Teflon Sheik. So to all of the members of Terror Inc., I say congratulations. You hold on to it because you're not just pissing off the Immortal Griffith. You're not just pissing off Paragon of Greatness. You're not pissing off these new ego guys. You're pissing off everybody, and you have too many irons in the fire, and it's going to catch up to you if you don't play it smart. All right. Well, Paragon, good luck to you tomorrow. Let's talk to the man you face tomorrow for a shot at the Platinum Dragon Championship. He needs no introduction. Caller, you are on the air. (laughs) Go! Inhale. Evening, ladies and gentlemen, it is I, the greatest male voice in all of Unstoppable. The great Red Dragon. How are you doing tonight, Lord Amadeus? We got a big crowd out here today. Yes, we do. And by the way, folks, it is a long list tonight as far as callers go. Plenty of people waiting in the wings to uh, to uh, talk with us tonight. So I have it gone, gone ahead and extended the show an extra half hour. But Dragon, uh, big match yeah. tomorrow, taking on the Paragon of Greatness, the winner to go on to face mm-hmm. the Immortal Griffith for the Platinum Dragon Championship. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts? Uh, you know, I am grateful for this opportunity you know a lot of people have counted me out over and over and those pansies you know they keep buying tickets to come out and see this beautiful sexy body you know it's true greatness when you get into the ring with me and the people you know they 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 work hard every day to barely put food on their table and they still buy tickets to come out and see me, whether I open the show or I close it or do an after-show match. Either way, they stay to support me, and I always entertain from the time the bell rings to the time the bell rings. I am so happy I could make such a difference in their poor, pathetic, pansy-filled lives. And this, Ah, coming up tomorrow night. Where are we going to be? I haven't talked to my chauffeur, so I don't know where we're going to be. Little Rock. Little Rock. Oh, there's a great bed and breakfast there that, you know, is great for you panties who can't afford anything but to come see me. That you could go. It's a little sidewalk. You know, there's 
plenty of people pitching out tents if you watch the news. I'm sure somebody will be so happy to let you sleep out in their front yard. Oh, it'll be great. Spend your money. Come see me. I'll entertain you. And I will go up against the Paragon of Greatness. You know, I want to thank the Paragon. You know, the idea, if you will, of greatness, not the actual greatness, for his nice, nice, you know, thoughts about me. So I'll pay him back in respect, you know, the thought of greatness and the idea of greatness. And I'll tell him, you know, it's so good that he didn't underestimate me. I respect that, you know, he once thought I was just a sham. I, that's great. We got into our uh, into a match. He beat me. That's okay. I'm used to that. I told him that. And our next match, well, you know, I kicked his ass. Not only did I do that, I demolished him. So here we are. The idea of greatness and true greatness are now 50-50. This will be our, our rubber match, really. But it's going to be a long career of fighting back and forth to find out exactly who's greater. We already know that one. Thank you very much. You're welcome. But I can't look too far past Paragon. You know, I do have Griffith there, who I respect, even though he's over there flicking his and flicking one nipple and making the other wink, which is kind of distracting and to be honest, kind of a turn on, which I don't know why. I'm at half a mask. I'm trying to hide it. Thank goodness for the table. But, you know, we're out here. I can't look too far past, but I know Griffith and I have a history. This could potentially be our fourth headlining of a pay-per-view, which we are. We are with Griffith. The Immortal One is in a match. It is automatically the headline of the show. And I am so happy that I could be there with him and be in the match with him. And I'm sure he knows stepping in the ring with true greatness is an honor for him as well. And every match, I've gotten a little bit closer, just knocking a little bit off of that peg, a little bit off that shoulder, chipping away. I know his weaknesses. And our last match, I almost beat him, but he won. Kudos. I'm so happy. But should I win against Paragon of Greatness, he has to be ready. I am bringing the main event level all balls to the walls. How you doing? Give him a little tickle and a lick if you'd like to. Attention that that match deserves. And the fans will pay three times the amount of money going in to Graveyard Smash just to see uh, Immortal Griffith and I in our fourth match. Should I make it there? But right now I need to focus on Little Rock and the poor little panties, who I love. You know, I plan, Lord Amadeus, on going out to, into the community and giving back to those, you know, less fortunate. You know, I plan on giving them... Something. I don't know. It's going to be almost free. It might be a signature for 50 bucks. But, you know, I, I like to help the little people. And, of course, there is a little people community there, which I'm happy. You know, they, they 
you know, I've been down, shake their hands. You know, they scratch my knee. It's great. You know, it's, it's a mutual thing. But I am so happy to make them happy. Pansies need the love. Thank you, Lord Amadeus. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, the Great Red Dragon sounds ready for his big match with the Paragon of Greatness tomorrow. Paragon, any re- quick rebuttal? Uh, yeah, well, first of all, you've got to applaud that that amazing Freudian slip right there um, by the Great Red Dragon when he told everybody that they're looking forward to Paragon versus the Immortal Griffith. We're glad to hear what your subconscious really believes there, sir. Uh, also, I, you know... I'm, I'm being respectful. I didn't want to have to do any trash talking, but if, I, if I'm going to have to throw out a little bit, I'll, I'll, I'll leave you with this. You're right, Dragon. A lot of people had counted you out in the past, mostly referees that have to count you out after you get knocked unconscious outside of the ring, much like it's going to happen tomorrow. Thank you. Good night. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh-huh. these two look at, looking to face the Immortal Griffith of Platinum Dragon Championship. We'll find out tomorrow which one it is. Thank you, Dragon. Thank you, Paragon. You're welcome, pansies. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick song break. I have extended the show a half hour because we have a long list of people still waiting to uh, talk with us this evening, including the likes of Lady Vex. Judgment is here. Bubs is somewhere around. Mark Caliber, Luigi, Evil Angel Page. Oh, good Lord, help me. Uh, Maeve O'Hare and your boy Blaze McCoy all waiting on deck. This is R.A.W.F. After Hours. On the Back to Basics Radio Network, we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Will you hold the line when every one of them is giving up and giving in? Tell me, in this house of mine, nothing ever comes without a consequence of cost. Tell me, will the stars align? Well, have a step in, will it save us from a sin, will it? Cause this house of mine stands strong. That's the price you pay. Leave behind your heart and cast away. Just another product of today. Rather be the hunter than the prey. And you're standing on the edge, face up, cause you're a Me, 
WF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. It's going to be a long night. Already has been a long night. It's going to continue to be plenty of people still uh, to get a talk to tonight. Uh, but El Vacant, uh, what's your take on everything we've heard thus far uh, from the likes of Ter- Terror Inc., Griff, uh, Paragon, and that, that whole situation? I, I mean, it, uh, it seems Templars are running a little high this month. You know, it's I mean, I understand it's, you know, it's October and Halloween's coming, but not everybody has to be so scary all the time. You know, you can just come in and be like, hey, how you doing? I'm going to have a match. It's going to be really cool. You know, hey, good luck to my opponent. No, we're not getting any of this. We're all like, this man is horrible. He's crap. No, I am not crap. I am awesome. And you are crap. Oh, no, I'm going to come over here and knock you unconscious. No, I am going to knock you unconscious. And it's going to be fun. You know, it's just that, what the hell? It is definitely going to be interesting, to say the least. Tomorrow, Teflon Sheik and the Immortal Griffith face off for number one contendership to the World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, Will the score be settled tomorrow? Probably not, but I'm sure it will be the first step towards doing so. Uh, And then you have the Behemoth versus the Wyvern for for number one contendership for the Platinum Dragon Championship. It's going to be a hell of a night, to say the least. And then... When we speak of Terror Inc., we've got to talk about this man. He is your new Fubar City champion. He is the one and only. Congratulations, Judgment. You are the new FUBAR City champion. Been a while since you held RAWF gold. How does it feel? 
Oh, it feels like it's supposed to hard. feel. Yeah, hello, Mr. Nacho Taco Grande Bell. How are you doing? Hola, senior hot tub man. How are you? I'm good. No, it, it, it's, it's, it's back to where it's supposed to be. And, you know, first of all, I got to say thank you to all the people, especially Paragon. I got to say thank you to Paragon for that highly enthusiastic um, sermon that he gave on how well he respects the Terry Inc. And, and, and Teflon and how he took us from memory lane. So it just proves that we did what we were supposed to do. Yeah. And and for Paragon to know what he knows on how we did it, it just proves that Paragon's a fan of ours. And we, we thank you for being our number one fan, Paragon, and the whole sisterhood of the traveling pants because not many people could go back and tell us of our losing days. But since she was able to do it, we want to thank you again for being our fan. And because you are our number one fan, we're gonna. I'm gonna put something very special in the store just for you, Paragon. We're gonna, we're gonna have it in the store next week. I'm gonna have something very special for you in the store. So Amadeus, your, yeah, your I, people out there, your, your your people out there are, are, are awesome. We thank everyone for being our fans. We know that there, there's a lot of people who are jealous. We you can see the jealousy in them whenever whenever Teflon was talking. The jealousy, the people that was out there, and you know everybody can't be what we are. And but we'll give you what we need to give you, and that's you know probably nothing. And a lot and a lot of you people want matches. Suddenly, a lot of people want matches with Judge. John Taylor out there said he wants to match with me. Uh, a couple other people said they want matches with me. Well, you know, it's right now I'm looking at at, at everyone and I'm thinking to myself, self, because I call myself self, self. You're just not worth it. You don't have the you don't have the awards that you need to have to face me. You don't have what it what what what, what a person needs to get in the ring with me right now. Hell, I don't think anybody in REWF has what it takes to can get into the ring with me right now because they're not at my level. But keep training, guys. Keep studying. Keep eating your Wheaties and and telling yourself every night that you are someone, and then maybe, maybe one day you'll have that extra um, to get in the ring with me again. Yes, I'm there well, now. Well, well, Constable, now that you are Fubar City champion, uh, you're going to have a big target. That title seems to have attract the most challengers of just about any title in RAWF, and I'm sure you've already been called out by at least two or three people for a shot at that title, including, I believe, uh, the former champion, Bees, wants a rematch. So, of course, as uh, as champion, yes. you can accept or decline any challenge you wish. Are you going to accept any challenges for that Blue Varsity Championship anytime soon? If it's – if it benefits me, then, yeah, I, I will uh... – I, I will grant grant him a title, but like I said, right now, no, no one, I don't see anyone has has the has what it what it takes to get into the ring with me. I mean, no one has the, no one has the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, backbone that can stand up to face me. No one has, no, no one has that drive, that passion, because right now everyone's scared. They're running around. They're making. 
excuses why Terra Inc. is what they are. They're, they're making excuses on, 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 on why they're winning the bitches. So, you I mean, might it's, it's, want to look out there because I think someone's not scared. Oh, nipple guy. Yeah, nipple, nipples I can understand. <laughs> Stay out there. But here, you know, here's the thing. It's just I'm it is. I just don't know. I don't. I don't know anymore. I, I don't know if, 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 if the talent is has 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 left everyone's body or not. I, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. I, just, I just don't know. All right, well, Judge. Yeah, I speak Judge. That's what Vic said. I do speak Judge, yeah. At any who. Uh, judge, oh, real I'm quick. Just one more thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was just going to ask you, uh, since jo- since joining Terror, Inc., I, I mean, how much credit do you give Terror, Inc. for your success as of late? I give Terry Inc. a lot of a lot of credit. Uh, the training that we go through, the intense uh, workouts that, that we were put through, and the meetings that we have. Um, yeah, I give him credit. And if it comes to you know, maybe that's it. Maybe that's what I need to do. That's what I need to do. I need to give somebody in Terry Inc. a title shot to face me because that's about where the talent lies. That's that's about the true talent right there. I mean, I like to face a I like to face a champion's champion and. Well, look at the belts. Yeah, change. It might be much. Might 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 have to may have to face. Yeah, okay. I may have to do that. Mm. Mm. All right. And judge, of course, a great match. We are. We are a a lot of people waiting with bated breath about this interview with self. Uh, I'm sure. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm taking the, the questions are still flying, and you're still, uh, he's still uh, yes. writing down his answers and getting ready for this big interview. He has the biggest interview. I had the biggest interview of, of my life coming on. I, I, I've already made the arrangements. We're going to be doing it at the Trump Plaza in New York. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna sit down and, and he has agreed to answer all the questions that that, that that he can and which is probably gonna be all the questions that are are there. Uh so everyone you still have time to get your questions in. I'm gonna extend it all, all the way up until next week. So go ahead if you got a question you wanna ask self, go to the scene. I wish you could post scenes in here but you can't, but it's go up to REWF, it's called Ask Self. Uh I'll post a link to it in my reality T V scene. Uh go in, post a question. Uh, and he's going to answer it. And he, he he's he's given. I think we've we we we've hired and I bought extra airtime for I think thirty minutes worth or twenty minutes worth. I mean, who knows? He may talk for an hour. You never know what Seth's going to do. So get your questions in because it's going to be a once in a lifetime opportunity to find out what's really in Seth's mind. All right. Well, Judge, congratulations once again. Your new Fubar City champion is Judgment mm-hmm. and uh, member of Terry. I must say, Judge, 
I didn't know if this was going to be a work out for you, but it seems to have done so. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Who is that? Don't worry about it. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I know who judgment. <laughs> All right. At any who, our next guest, ladies and gentlemen, has herself an opportunity to regain something once lost if she can beat John Taylor tomorrow. She is the lovely and talented. Ladies and gentlemen, the lovely Lady Vex now joining us. Good evening, Vex. Good evening, L.A. How are you? I'm doing fine. Hey, Vacant. What what is it I'm supposed to say? I'm supposed to be positive. Hey, I've got a match. It's going to be great. Thanks for letting me call call in. Bye. (laughs) Big smiles. Big smiles. Well, first of all, I got to, I got to, I got to know. Sitting over here on me, that would be better. I have to ask you something <laughs> before we get good. before we get to your match tomorrow. Uh, what's it like tagging with the slippery sheet? <laughs> um, I nearly reached for the radnall several times. <laughs> I, I I come down to the ring. I, I didn't even pay attention to all when we were walking down. I was just like, all right, we're going to naughty corner. Okay, we got to focus. It's Tiggs and Slasher. We, we're going to do this. And he gets in the ring, and the match starts, and I look at him. My jaw hit the floor. <laughs> That's all I can say. Um, yeah, I'm I'm glad it's gone. <laughs> So, really? Uh, the name the name of you and Chris tag team is 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 what now? Pinnacle, right? Pinnacle. Yes. Yeah. Should should we change the name to Nipples and Vex? You know, it's kind of like Kibbles and Bits. Uh, you know, I very almost made that promo today. <laughs> very almost. Um but he will forevermore now known as Nipples. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Uh, let's talk about the match with John tomorrow. Now, of course, you are a former national champion. It is one of the titles you had to uh, give up when you had your injury late last year. Uh, How important is this match to you tomorrow night? You know, um, 
it's kind of funny you say that because I called Sheik out for um, a title match um, just this week. Uh, John, I know, is having... What was that? Which he did not reply to, I'll note. He he has not replied to. I don't expect him to. Um, There's a certain arrogance that I've come to know from Sheik when it comes to me. He likes to take his shots. Um, Absolutely. He's got quite a few boats in the water right now. And um, now he's not going to be able to avoid me because, like I was about to say, I know John is hot right now. He is He's on fire. But um, yeah, <laughs> I don't think that's what she meant. She's what she said. You know, uh, Firewoman was once recommended as a song for me, as a theme song. And I do believe that's entirely what will happen tomorrow. There will be a fire. And the phoenix is going to burn John Taylor's ass. All right. Well, with that being said, Vex, good luck to you tomorrow. Uh, anything? I mean, yeah. I mean, you did call Sheik out. That's for sure. Uh, and I find it ironic that you land in this particular match for this particular title after calling that. It's almost as if you predicted this. <laughs> you know, um, it takes skill to be out for two matches for mental health checks and land at number six. It shows you just how much work I put into what I do here in RAWF. And when I want something and when I want to make a point, I make it. All right. Well, thank you, Baroness. We will wish you good luck tomorrow, and maybe next week we will be talking about you facing Teflon Sheik for the national title as you asked for. Good luck. Absolutely. That was Lady Vex, ladies and gentlemen. She has an opportunity to regain something she lost late last year when uh, she had to take an injury timeout, if you will. Oh, wow. Vacant. It is is definitely crazy that Terror Inc. right now is not just holding all the titles, but they're kind of driving everybody's attitude. I mean, think about it. The the biggest targets. I mean, everyone – it seems like everyone and everything is targeting the Teflon Sheik, especially after what he said tonight. But even Judge, and, you know, uh, you walk into a room and call everyone, uh, you know, a donkey dog, you know, they, they, they do, they tend to take notice and then not like you very much. Well, I mean, who knows? It, it's going, it's definitely something to get people talking. Terror Inc. right now is in the driver's seat in RAWF. All right. With that being said, uh, let's see here. Boy, so many people to choose from. Let's let's talk to the lovely Saturday Night Champion. Uh, oh yes, she, let's. She uh, won that belt last week right here on After Hours, ladies and gentlemen. Her first REWF gold. I I almost consider 
consider R.A.W.F. Rookie of the Year uh, if we had such a thing. But she is the one and only. Try not to look out the window, you know, although apparently he's, oh, shit, he hasn't stopped. He still doesn't have a shirt on. No, I think he's just allergic to shirts now. I mean, I understand. I am also allergic to shirts, but I have these pecs. I mean, he does not take, look at the pecs. Yeah, you slap on my bill. At anywho, Maeve, it has been a week now. You week now since you won the Saturday Night Championship. Uh, have you let it sink in that the fact that you uh, walked away with R.A.W.F. Gold so quickly in your career? That's still don't quite seem real, but I'm getting used to it. Fair, fair enough. I mean, I'm sure it, it looks good around your waist. No doubt about that. Uh, have you? What What does this do for your confidence going forward in RAWF? Well, I mean, I probably have a little more confidence than I should have to begin with, but I'm trying not to let it go to my head. That's true. You You shouldn't let it go to your head. There's a lot of a lot of great talent here in RAWF. A lot of people that uh, gunning for you, especially on when you have gold. Now, luckily for you, uh, no, you, you know, like I said, you don't have to defend that title for well over a m- month now, uh, unless you choose to do so. But you know, that and your opponent is not chosen by challengers; it is chosen by a championship committee. So it's kind of a different uh, title than any other here in RAWF. So, knowing that you're going to have that belt for a while, uh, at least a few weeks, how to you know, how do how do you go about not thinking about your next title defense? I mean, I got to keep it in mind and I'm not gonna lie, if the right offer came along I might have agreed to defend it earlier. But the main concern right now is my next match going into the thirty two on one tournament. You know, thirty two is a lucky number for me being an Irish woman. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, with that being said, Maeve, uh, I, I, I almost have a feeling you, you, you seem a bit distracted. And you're staring at all vacant a lot. Well, am I missing something here? I mean, look at me. Where is that? I didn't mean to be. You don't mind, do you, Elvacum? <laughs> no. You know, anytime you want to pay attention to 
to the vacant person. You you come over, you sit in the lap, you 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 can even touch backs. You because you champion now, you you have permission. You're also generous. See, I've been told this. You know, I didn't notice something odd on the telly. Wait, hold on, wait. You you're what? champion now. So we have tradition around here when someone wins first championship that they get a thing. Do you know what they get? I get a, I get a thing. No, I, I, I don't know. What do I get? They, they, they get menu item at Taco Truck. I will have to put Taco Truck. better and better. Well, what sort of menu item do I get? I'll have to put some Taco All right. Ladies and gentlemen, she is your Saturday Night Champion, Maeve O'Hare, and uh, yeah, good again, Maeve. Congratulations once again, and I, I look forward to seeing some great things from you in the future. Well, thank you, Alex. That was Maeve O'Hare, ladies and gentlemen, reigning Saturday Night Champion, uh, and I would consider her Rookie of the Year if we had such an award here in RAWF, wouldn't you, Alvega? I mean, we could just make one. It's, you know, there's nothing saying we don't have we could have one. Well, you could make her a Rookie of the Year taco. Just saying. I mean, I could, I guess. Could name a name a taco or something after. I'm trying to, you I know, know. my first thought was, you know, some kind of like corned beef taco, but that sounds horrible, so I'm not sure. All right. Oh, my goodness. So, ladies and gentlemen, our next guest, she is an R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer. She is a member of Anarchy. She is a redheaded redneck. She is the one and only. I'm sorry that people are so jealous of me. But I can help it that I'm Gentlemen, she is Bubs. Good evening, Bubs. Good evening, good evening, good evening. I, oh, it's been such a long day. You know, I had I had a personal appearance in a little town in Portal, Georgia, for a turpentine festival, and then I had to take a flight out of Atlanta. Wait, wait, to, did you say turpentine to, festival? Yes, a turpentine well, festival. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, I, I don't ask questions. My fans wanted me there. I mean, that's fair. I mean, I know where I want you. Oh, hi, Booby Lady. How are you? I, oh, hello, Erbeke. Como esta, mi amore? Oh, you know, I've been doing pretty well right now, I have to say. <laughs> but then, then oh. of course, I had to fly to Knoxville, and I just... 
Well, Bubs. Enjoy yeah. such a wonderful amount of sportsmanship this evening. Well, Bubs, <laughs> I got to do, do this for you because you know why. <laughs> Congratulations to the Georgia Bulldogs. Thank a big win over Tennessee today. Yes, thank you, and thank you, thank you. I haven't been able to check the scores yet. How have your Buckeyes done this evening? Well, if this will tell you something, I'll let you. Hold on one second. Right here. <laughs> They were victorious over number 25, Michigan State, 34 to 10. So, <clears throat> Very nice, very nice, very nice. <clears throat> yeah, we never know. We might might be seeing you in, in those playoffs yet. We'll see. We'll find out. You, uh, know, but you, it you know, I hope that. I hope that. I really do. I hope it is, it is the two best teams in the country, which are the Georgia Bulldogs. And, yes, I will say it, the Ohio State Buckeyes. Okay, quick kissing. Button. I mean, Manchester Let's United talk. is pretty good. I'm in not the kissing up. I've always, I've always thought Ohio State was a great team. Manchester United, they play. Is that a Mexican, Mexican uh, soccer no, team? English. They play football. They're one of the best football teams in in the world. Never heard not of. That's football. That's soccer. What is what is this soccer? Anywho, Bubs, hey. you had. Yes. You earlier today had a message for Cassie Joe. Would you like to repeat it here for everybody? Oh, of course I'll repeat it. Because right now it looks like she is ditching me. Uh, you know, you really should watch your back, Cassie Joe. Things seem to be happening left and right. And last I saw your... Uh, Beyonce was bleeding pretty bad thanks to my sister. <laughs> but you know, if you're brave enough, meet me out in the street. And I'll give them a half a preview of what you'll see at Graveyard Smash. Well, that's right. You and your. How about that? Because it kind of sounded like she did. Don't. Kind of, but I don't think that's – never mind. But, yes, Bubs, it will be you and your sister Paige in a FUBAR City tag team match, first ever FUBAR City tag team match, which really means, you know, there's no tagging. You two are just going to go at it. But uh, it will be you and Paige versus Cassie, Joe, and Cy. So, and a lot, of, a lot of bad blood between the four of you. Over the last couple months, starting with that injury you suffered at the hands of Cassie Joe in the estrogen title match. Uh, so I'm sure you, how how far back to health are you and are you going to have to lean on Paige in that match? No, I won't have to lean on Paige in that match. I can hold my own. I proved that last month when I returned at 
mind blank, mind blank, cataclysm. When I took out Hoggy, I hurt Hoggy. I knocked him out for the 10 count. I'm okay. in fine shape. All right. Well, I know you're looking forward to that match, and so I mean, is I can tell your... you her shape is pretty fine. Hmm. <laughs> and so yes, my aim is very well. And, but at anywho, I can tell you're ready for this match, and so is this lovely lady. Wonderful mood. See, you deserve to be in such a wonderful mood. She's all happy and smiley and laughy. I mean, she might get stabby, but she'll still be smiley and laughy about it. What was that, Sissy? I said you should be absolutely ecstatic over what you've done. Whoops. You warned her. Hey, Sai. You did. I told you. You stepping into my ring, my match, my realm. One of us was going to leave on a stretcher, and I told you it wouldn't be me. She did. I heard her. Oh, I hope you're ready for Graveyard because that was just a tiny taste of what you and Cassie are looking forward to. Just a teeny, tiny taste. Oh. Ah, yes, you definitely were in fine form against Sai Page. You look it almost looked it looked like oh, reminded me of old times, I must say. Uh and if that I don't is think people are ready preview, for that. If that is indeed <laughs> a preview of what is to come at Graveyard Smash, we are looking Cassie Joe and Sai need to, uh, are gonna be in a world of hurt, to say the least. So <laughs> See, CLA, uh, people seem to try to not respect anarchy. You haven't seen anything yet. The fear and respect will come back when you hear anarchy. Well, Huntress. 
Butcher, I wish you good luck at Graveyard Smash. Wait. I have a feeling that too. Wait, what did you what? tell me? Bub's what did page. You tell me? Bub's page. I, is that not your name, or have you changed it that I didn't know about? <laughs> oh, oh, okay, I was just making sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I'm in such a good mood. I think it's time to party. Yes, you should go and have fun partying. Do, do oh, it, LA, do I'm going to start by cutting your hair. Hey. <laughs> no. Get away. No. Get away. Uh, excuse me, the hounds of hell are barking. Ladies and gentlemen, Bubs and Paige taking on Cassie, Joe, and Cy in a Fubar City tag match at Graveyard Smash. It will be bloody. It will be brutal. Will any of them be the same again afterwards? We will find out at Graveyard Smash. Ah. All right. At anywho, Elvacant, that that one does seem like it's going to be that, that one could be the match of the night when you think about it. That one is going to go through all the streets of Atlanta uh, I mean, and beyond. Be, uh, we'll say that. I'm not sure they will remember it, but all right. Whew. This one's getting. Oh. Anyways, all right, ladies and gentlemen, our next guest. Our next guest, he is the Steel City Superman. He is the owner of Leading Towards Death on YouTube. He is the one and only. Gentlemen, the lunatic hick from the sticks, the one and only, your boy Blaze McCoy here on After Hours. Good evening, Blaze. What's the Hello, muchacho. Well, 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 what do we have here? Well, it's your boy Blaze McCoy. What's up, LA? Bacon, everybody. Doing good, good Blaze. Doing good. Ah, uh, so let's talk about your big match tomorrow here in RAWF. Uh, you have yourself a contender match for the FUBAR City Championship, taking on the red-necked one, the redneck Avenger in a FUBAR City street fight, the winner to face Judgment 
for the FUBAR City Championship at Graveyard Smash. Your thoughts, sir? Well, as always, and according to plan, I could keep it short and simple for you guys here tonight. I'm just glad to be here, of course, as I like to say. However, like you said, a match with the Redneck Avenger coming up, well, that leads, I guess, back into what El Vacan was saying. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have a good match. I like the dude. Me and Hoss go back. We're going to throw back a couple beers, have a good match. May the best man win. That's how we're going to do it tomorrow. And whether it's me or whether it's R.A. taking that title off a judge, it's, it's all good. But don't get it twisted. Mad Boy got a fistful of steel for R.A. tomorrow. Don't get it wrong. So good luck, Hoss. And I guess I'll to kill, kill two birds with one stone here, and that's my promotion as well. Tune in tomorrow, Little Rock, Arkansas, if we will, correct? That's correct. It's your boy, Blaze McCoy, the Redneck Avenger. We're going to get it on. We're going to put on a show, and you'll see the next Fubar City champion, soon to be. <laughs> and, of course, you already have a victory over Judge at Cataclysm on your resume. So, I mean, maybe you got into his head. Judge, what do you think uh, What about the prospect of possibly facing Blaze McCoy for the Food Varsity Championship at Graveyard Smash? Apparently, Judge has stepped away. Apparently, bar- a- apparently, Judge. But that's all right. It is what it is. But but yeah, Blaze. I mean, uh, good luck to you tomorrow. Certainly, would love to see you with some RAWF gold if you can get by uh, RA and RAWF Hall of Famer. So, with that being said, uh, you want to get out a quick shout out to LTD for us. Uh, his my my shout out was to the match tomorrow. Tune in to watch me take on a friend of mine, go give him a beat down and get ready, judge. Wake up. I know you're somewhere around there. You go wake up for sooner or later. I have to get my revenge because if you remember, judge did take a title away from me, my first title here. So I didn't forget that. Oh, that's true. That's true. Some motivation, some definite motivation uh, for Blaze McCoy tomorrow as he takes on RA4. In here in Estados uh, America, the uh, turnabout fair play. See? See. Exactly. So, ladies and gentlemen, tune in to Blaze Radio on YouTube. LTD, Leaning Towards Death Wrestling. Uh, he does two or three shows a week. Uh, if you haven't subscribed to his channel on YouTube, you need to do so. It is a lot of fun, a lot of fun to watch, a lot of fun to listen. Although there was this weird guy on there uh, the other night, had glowy green eyes, Blaze. Uh, I, I, uh, what did you call? I, I don't, I don't. Rem, rem, do you remember him at all? I don't. I don't. That was just weird looking. Uh, much, much appreciated. Thanks, thanks for the plug. Yeah. I appreciate it. No, no, no problem, Blaze. Where are you going, Just Blaze? All right, well, Blaze McCoy, ladies and gentlemen, uh, and uh, he has a sh- opportunity to possibly get a Fubarsity Championship shot tomorrow on Superstars. Let's talk to our favorite uh, favorite mushroom guy, if you will. I don't know how you would call it, our favorite plumber, uh, and sometimes, occasionally, our favorite singer. He is the one and only.
gentlemen, he is the one and only Luigi Mario, one of our one of one of our favorites, one of our stalwarts here on After Hours. Luigi, how are you tonight, sir? I'm very good. Oh, good, good, good to hear, Luigi. So, what's uh, you right now? You are you still have an opportunity if you can get past the Paragon of Greatness to get yourself into the High Voltage Invitational. I know it's a goal of yours. I know it's something you've been focusing on that High Voltage Invitational. The fact that you won the very first one, uh, you know, shows that you are very capable of doing so. Uh, what's the what's the preparation been like for you preparing for the High Voltage Invitational? Well, I've been praying like hell just to try to, you know, find my way in there. And if I uh, <clears throat> win the tournament, then I'll be one of the eight, and I'll try to, you know, uh, face everyone and hopefully defeat them so I can get that shot at the title. And hopefully, uh, when I do, hopefully I give the champion something to remember remember me by when I win the title. And, of course, the White Lightning Championship currently held by John Taylor, uh, who recently joined Epitome Sports Management. I finally remembered the name. Uh, under under the care of Aggie, who you also have some history with. Did we ever find the princess? Did she ever – Did you? Did, has she been saved? Is, is Aggie supposedly kidnapped here toward last year? No, I haven't found her. And Aggie's not telling me where she is. Mm. Well, again, I haven't been able to get any information on that for you, Luigi. I'm sorry. Uh, Aggie likes to keep things very close to the close to the breast. Or the, yeah, that's right. So, with any at anywho, my friend, good luck to you in the High Voltage Invitational. If you can get past Paragon, you're in. Uh, and uh, hopefully, we will see some great things out of you. Thank you. Luigi Mario, ladies and gentlemen, he is he is preparing to enter the high voltage invitational. He still has to get past the Paragon of Greatness in his fi- in his tournament final first, though. Uh, but I think I think it's safe to say a lot of people rooting for Luigi. All right, next up, the uh, leader of the Wolf Pack is here, ladies and gentlemen. He is the one and only. Gentlemen, he is. You go back in your cage now. 
Yes, please get that damn thing back in its cage. But at anywho, Mark Caliber, the crow, joining us now tonight here on After Hours. Good evening, Mark. Hello? What was that? Cannot hear you, Mark. Okay, apparently either I've gone robotic or Mark has. I'm not sure which. I, I believe uh, we're, that a certain uh, crow person is having some technical difficulties. Yes, because he, he just went C-3PO on our ass, literally. I, okay, well... Yeah, you're right. I just, I'll be over here not being part of that. It's very kinky. Oh, I think we're good now. I think we're good now. Oh, there he is. We have it. We fixed the okay. microphone. All right, Mark. All right, Mark. So let's get back to this. We... Uh, were un- you were unsuccessful in defeating the click at uh, Cataclysm in that uh, four on what was it three on three tag team match? What happened there, Mark? Well, uh, let's just say things didn't really go our way, and uh, I will say I don't know if you saw me calling out Aggie, but and it, he certainly did have something to do with our loss that night. I mean, I mean. Like I said, everybody saw what he did. He could deny it all he wants. As my brother was going for that Superman punch, he, he reached in there and grabbed onto my brother's leg, man. I mean, he did, but, you know, I mean, this is what Aggie, this is Aggie's new role, if you will, and he's going to take advantage of any opportunity he can to further his uh, further his epitome sports management and that means get, if that means getting involved he's going to do it what are you going to have to do to counter him next time well i don't know if you saw but as you know i challenged him to a rematch well the click his team to a rematch now of course i agreed that he would pick a stipulation but only on the condition that he accepts my terms. And those terms were that he would be banned from ringside. So I'm pretty sure I got that all sorted out, but I'm still keeping my eyes on him. So what is it? So it's a FUBAR City cage match, which doesn't really make sense because FUBAR City is supposed to be a hardcore and you can fight anywhere else. I'm assuming the door will be open and you guys can actually fight outside the cage as well. I'm I'm confused. You can't can't really have a FUBAR City cage match. It's kind of contradiction of terms. I think the only thing that I'm thinking of, it's possible that we might be in a similar area except it's going to be fenced in. Okay. Well, we will figure something out with that, but is this, you want this to be four on four, is that correct? Well, that's what he suggested. He, he suggested that it will be click and a partner of his choosing, I guess, the four of us. But speaking of the four of us, I have a little surprise for all of you. Oh. 
Yes. See, and that would be okay. I will be in the match. Katrina Havoc will be in the match. Revenge Gibson will be in the match. Alex Caliber, however, has volunteered to stay out of this match. But I found a fifth member. Oh. And, and yes. that would be... you going to enlighten us, or are you going to leave that as a surprise for now? I'll leave it as a surprise for now. But I do promise, I do promise that he will be on Superstars tomorrow. He is within the top 25, I will tell you that. And it is going to be gigantic. All right. I look forward to finding out who that might be, Mark. Uh, and it will be very interesting. Are you worried about who Aggie might choose as the, his fork? Uh, you, you're going to have Cross, uh, Ghost. Uh, I mean, oh, wait a minute. Doesn't he already have four? I don't understand. He's got John Taylor, Ghost, uh, Cross, and Twizzy. Who else did he possibly need? As far as I'm concerned, it could be anybody. But honestly... I don't care. The Click and Aggie, they've crossed the line already. I refuse to let them cross even more lines. All right. Well, thank you, Mark, for the uh, – it's going to be an epic four-on-four Fubar City, some sort of match What we'll figure out down the road. But yep. uh, we'll get we'll get with everyone and figure out exactly what this is going to mean. But good luck to you, and uh, – I'm sure you're very excited for Revenge Gibson. Of course, Revenge uh, having a she not only wrestling in a contender match tomorrow uh, for a possible multimedia title shot, she is also facing Cross in a two out of three falls match. Now, these two, these two in particular, seem to be having issues with each other. Are you, uh, you know, what do you know about this situation? Can you shed some light on what's going on? It may have something to do with the uh, the altercation that we had before our match, but um, but when we entered the, their office, I noticed that Cross uh, had a little bit of hostility with her. It seems that they've had a bit of a history beforehand. Uh, I am going to have to look into that a little bit more. But so far, that's all I know on it. All right. Well, Mark, good luck to you, uh, and uh, good luck to Revenge tomorrow as well. Big match for her, multimedia title, multimedia contendership on the line, plus a two out of three falls match against Cross. All right, stick around, Mark. We're huh, we're coming in the home stretch, but ladies and gentlemen, I have gone ahead and because we still got a couple people to get to, extended the show an additional half hour. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. This is going to be a three-hour radio show. Hold on to your hats. It's going to be uh, hopefully y'all staying still, still awake and still with us. Uh, I don't have a hat. You what? I don't have. You a don't hat. have a hat. You have a mask. Hold on to your mask. Oh, okay, see, do that. 
Let's talk, ladies and gentlemen, to the first lady of anarchy. She is the one and only. Gentlemen, she is the Cougar. Good evening, Cougs. Good evening, LA. How are you? I'm doing well, Cougs. I'm doing Hello. well. Yeah, Hola. Can hear you? Can hear you? Uh, hey, tomorrow. Vacant. Hey, vacant. You uh, you 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 need some tea or something? You you sound like you have a frog in throat. I was fighting a little bug earlier this week. It's trying to win and it's going to lose. Kind of like revenge tomorrow. I see what she did there. She will lose to me and I will have two title shots. Uh, Go ahead, Ellie. Yep, no problem. You I you are in you are the opponent of the aforementioned Revenge Gibson in that multimedia contender match now. Uh, you you and Revenge go back a ways. Uh, and as a matter of fact, I believe you hold a victory over in a recent pay-per-view. I believe it was Tropical Aggression, correct? I believe so. See? Yeah, so. Revenge and I are pretty well matched. And then, of course, the winner of the match will face Alistair Fiend for the Multimedia Championship at Graveyard Smash. Uh, you, Alistair, Alistair, also uh, someone you've known very well over the years, as far as an opponent goes. Are, are you looking forward to possibly getting that multimedia title away from him? I am looking forward to the opportunity. Uh, Alistair probably bests me three fourths of the time, but I, I occasionally pull one out on him, and I'm hoping this will be that time. I can pull it out, and I'll. I'll have a bikini top made out of championship belts because I intend to get the white lightning back. Or for the first time, actually, I'll be taking it from John after I win this this season. Yeah, I mean, and you are one of the five people already into the High Voltage Invitational. I know you're raring to go. You're ready for these uh, contender tournaments to be over so you can you can get get into that cage and get up go up against the likes of Redneck Avenger and Nightcrawler and D's. Uh, anybody, anybody, you, you know, all the, you know, most of the names, anybody you're most concerned about in the high voltage. Um, actually it would be John. That's who I'm most worried about is getting all the way to the end to John. The rest I've bested quite often in hardcore matches. 
All right. Yeah, John would definitely. I mean, he is the reigning wine lightning champion, so I suppose he would be the most be the one concerned. Uh, would be the one that you're most concerned about. But you have to get past all the other competitors in the High Voltage Invitational. I wish you good luck. I know what it means to you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. All right. I'll let you go, Coog, so you can rest that voice back up. We will, so that next next week you could be at full full steam for us, if you will. All righty, you got it. All right. That was the first lady of anarchy, the Cougar, ladies and gentlemen. She is raring to go in the White Lightning High Voltage Invitational. Uh, and as soon as the contender matches are done, ladies and gentlemen, our contender tournaments are finished, I will be getting that underway. All right. With that being said, uh, it is now time to talk to the man coming out of coming out of cataclysm. Not only did he retain his midnight hobo championship for the millionth time against a very tough strangleheart, he also carried myself in the tag team title match at Cataclysm as my as it, as the executive order defeated the big team gangsters, uh, Big Greg and Anton Dare to, to retain the titles. He is the one. The only. Gentlemen, Mithras, the title machine, joining us on After Hours. Mithras, good evening, sir. Good evening, big guy. Can you hear me okay? Oh, I can hear you just fine. Oh, <laughs> Hola, mi amigo. Como esta? So, I'm going to jump. Excuse me, uh, Bacon. I, I, I got, I've been wondering this for the last 36 hours, I think. What the hell is that tag match all about? Did you see the end? <laughs> that so was the guy. One. The, yeah. Craig, Greg's a cool dude. You know, I'd, I'd have a beer or Starbucks or whatever. But he's dominating the hell out of me. Can you hear me okay? Yep. Okay. He's dominating the hell out of me. You're like, I mean, you've done your best, and, you know, they, they really got you, and you're kind of out. I'm not much better, but I'm in the ring. Greg's, like, dominating and the king of the, 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 the world there. And then he tags in Anton. And I'm like, Anton, Anton probably doesn't even have a heartbeat at this point. And I'm like, Really? Well, that's cool. So, of course, Anton can barely even get in the ring, and I finish him off. 
So, I, you know, it's like, what the hell is that all about? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm weird. But I, I don't think I would have made that tag because I think that tag is what um, sealed their fate because they were killing well, my only, my only, the only thing I could think of is that they they were tired of how long the match had been going because it was one of the longest matches on the card. Because uh, I mean, they had me in there for a good long time before I was able to barely tag you in, and then you had to stand in there. I think they got, I think they got weary, and I think they got greedy and went for broke, and, and they paid for it. That that's the only thing I can think of. They went for broke, tried to finish you off quick, and it didn't work. It didn't pay. And to me, that means that they weren't tag team title material in the first place if they can't uh, be patient enough to finish off an opponent when they've got him beat. Or, (laughs) or, or, it was just a mistake. Because I think we've all made mistakes in matches. And that was, and you know, Greg and Anton, they're both very talented. Um, So, I think it was just a mistake. But anyways, we won. So that was nice. We retained the title. It was so, incredible. Then, uh, Strangleheart. Yeah. As mm-hmm. I said, when you asked me, what would I need to do to win the match? I told you what? Show up. And there I was. And there he goes. He um, well, really needs to stay away from those high flyer, you know, lucha aerial moves. Or El Vacant can give him some training because some of them were not. No, you think there's nothing wrong with the, the lucha the lucha moves. I mean, they are. They're no, very, no, 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 no. I mean, he's not there's good at them. Right. There's something desperately wrong when he does them. Is the issue. But uh, yeah, so it was that that helped a lot too. So again, kind of had me. You know, Strangleheart's a tough guy. And kind of had me going, like, I don't know if this is going to work out so well. And then he does the, you know, I don't know, uh, Mil Mascaras or something imitation, but with a lot less elan or success, that's for sure. Machismo. Much less machismo. Well, yeah. Um, But congratulations to you, Amadeus. I don't think anyone has said that tonight. Uh, congratulations to you on uh, retaining the, the, the tag team title, too. Uh, uh, it was a team well, effort. I, 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 I agree, even though I barely remember any of the match, to be honest with you. I remember getting the, the piss beat out of me early on, and after that, I, you know, I have to watch the tape to know exactly what happened because I was pretty much out of it on the ring apron <laughs> for the rest. Once I tagged you in, that was it. Well, I, I had to... Lady Vex was kind and brought the, uh, the, the models in. And I think, uh, that was supposed to wake me up, but I think it helped, you know, revive you as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, that certainly helped. And all the, the fan support, we always appreciate that. Um, although some of it I was confused by, but <laughs> we'll see where that goes. <laughs> uh, we won't talk about that though. <clears throat> I'm not real good at following. Oh, sorry. But I'm not real good at following the story. Anyways, especially when they don't make any sense. But that's another. I'm t- I'm teasing. Oh, but, and I do here, Mithras. Congratulations, still Midnight Hobo Champion. Thank you. I can't I can't remember when you haven't had the Midnight Hobo Championship. That's how long it's been. And uh, but yeah, had it. Shifty had it. No. For a while. I don't know. I think. 
well, I mean, that's been years. I mean, I, I, <laughs> there's, there are yeah. people out there. There are people out there that have been Midnight Hobo Champion before, but I can't remember many of them, if any of them. So it wasn't like uh, the me, perfect German. I mean, <laughs> oh, you yeah. have? Okay. Well, even like going back to the perfect German like five years ago. I'm joking. No. Good Lord. No, no, no. No, 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 no. no. So with that, right, with that well, being said, title machine. Yeah. Uh, where does Mithras go from here? I mean, I mean, you've, you've been Midnight Hobo champion for so long. Uh, now we're ta- you know tag champions. What is the future hold in REWF for Mithras the Title Machine? Uh, a lot of vodka. I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to see. <laughs> um, actually, I should say Midnight Hobo. But uh, I've been trying to get in that top twenty-five. To no avail. Um, no, no offense, uh, El Bacon, because you know Bacon Vale was a person. Um, but yeah, no, no, no success there. I guess I didn't hear. I wasn't in this this time. Did you do it this week? Yes, you weren't in this time. Sorry. Oh, for God. I, 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 I'm not saying this You're to killing. anyone in particular. Not to saying this to anyone in particular, but this is for all of you RAWF uh, uh, superstars. If you want to get in the top 25, it is always best not to count out four or five times in a rankings period. Therefore, it, your chances of getting in the top 25 are a lot higher if you make all your matches. <laughs> oh, really? Wait, did that happen to me this period? Because I was watching those matches. Um, oh, we can talk about this offline, but talk about this later. I don't, it's, it, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> so, so yeah, so but got to get my act together on that. Yes, but I mean, does it really? I mean, as, as far as that goes, though, I mean, you you are a legend here in REWF. You are a, a, a damn near a god when it comes to that Midnight Hobo Championship. What is it you've been calling yourself lately? I, I'm, I'm I've been the really impressed. Master of Mayhem. Right. Master of Mayhem. Yes. Because I kind of... something huh? are we still on the air no i i i, I, no. I it's been a long freaking show i mean good lord we're going on two we're almost three hours folks uh another 15 minutes and we will go a full a full three hours it's gonna be it's been That's incredible we have, so. only once before have we done that so uh just tells you the the height we've the height we've reached tonight, uh, and I want to thank everyone who's called in and helped make it a a hell of a show. Uh, but I'm really not feeling good right now, so I'm thinking 
we might just skip promotions tonight. Uh, but uh, may I do one? You you go ahead, Mister. Sure, feel free. All right. This is from um, the corporate headquarters for Mistra, and they uh, they have a new marketing program out there because there have been changes apparently to Medicare and uh, the uh, health plan legislation and all that. So they wanted me to say, have you talked to your doctor about Methestra? I don't. Hello? Are we still, am I still here? Hello? Okay, apparently Mithras, uh, Mithras got cut off in the middle of his Mythestra promo. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> or do I? <laughs> huh? That's crazy uh, stuff. What? What are you talking about? Did did laugh? Did no? Stop. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, since we only got a few minutes left in the program, I'm going to skip promotions. Uh, however, there is one thing I would one thing I want to do before we go off the air uh, today, as of as of midnight, 45 minutes ago, is the four year anniversary of a good friend of all of us here in REWF who passed away. Um, he was he has a title named after him here in REWF. He has an event. Uh, the High Voltage Invitational that is dedicated to his memory. And uh, this being his, the four-year anniversary, we're going to take you out with his theme song. Good night, everybody.